0: Welcome to your Rock and Roll Flashback. I'm Bill Price, and we'll be looking back at some of Rock and Roll's greatest artists, songs, and stories. In this edition of Rock and Roll Flashback, we will examine the history behind one of Rock's well-known songs, Twist and Shout. Mention the song, and invariably the group that comes to mind is the Beatles, leading one to assume that it was a Beatle composition. It may come as a surprise that the most popular versions of the song were a cover of a cover. The story of Twist and Shout begins with its songwriters, Phil Medley and Burt Russell, also known as Burt Burns. Burt was born in the Bronx, New York, on November 8, 1929. He developed an interest for music of all kinds, such as soul, gospel, blues, and Latin music. He later went to Cuba and began working in the nightclubs. By 1960, he returned to New York City and began working as a songwriter in the famous Brill Building. His first significant composition was the Latin-influenced song Twist and Shout, written with his collaborator, Phil Medley. The title was intended to benefit from the dance craze that began in 1960, called The Twist. That same year, Phil had a hit with his song, A Million to One, recorded by Jimmy Charles and the Revelettes, which peaked at number five on the Billboard charts. The top notes was a vocal group originally from Detroit, then later moved to New York City. Primary members were Derek Martin and Howard Guyton. Other members would also include George Torrance, Jr., Roy and Johnny, Barbara Wells, Dion Warwick, and Roscoe King. The group was initially formed from members of previous bands that Martin and Guyton had been part of. This included the Five Pearls, Howie and the Sapphires, The Sheik's, and The Pearls. In 1960, the group's name was changed to the Top Notes when they signed with Atlantic Records, releasing two singles, "A Wonderful Time" and "Same Man." In 1961, two singles were released, "Hearts of Stone," and later that same year, the first version of "Twist and Shout" with Phil Spector producing both recordings at Atlantic Studios. Even though the recording included string ensemble and backing vocals by The Cookies, who had hits in 1963 with Chains and Don't Say Nothing Bad About My Baby, Twist and Shout failed to become a hit. No other singles were then released under Atlantic. In 1962, the group released Wait For Me Baby on Festival Records and their final single, I Love You So Much, was released on ABC Paramount Records in 1963. After the group's breakup, Martin pursued a solo career, but efforts failed to chart higher than 20 on the R&B chart. Later, Guyton toured with the Platters, but during a tour of Argentina in 1977, he collapsed and died in his hotel room due to a heart attack. The Isley brothers, who hailed originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, was a vocal trio comprising of O'Kelly Isley Jr., Rudolph Isley, and Ronald Isley. Along with their brother Vernon, the group performed gospel music up until Vernon's untimely death. Tragically, a car struck him while he was riding his bike. Vernon was just 13 years old. As a result, they disbanded but later regrouped. In the late 1950s, they moved to New York City and began to achieve some success. Their popularity increased in 1959 with the release of the single Shout, written by the Three Brothers. It was their first single to chart on the Billboard Hot 100, selling over a million copies. After the initial recording of Twist and Shout by the Top Notes, Burt was not happy with Spector's production of the song, declaring he messed it up. After having success in 1961 with A Little Bit of Soap by the Jarmels, he turned his attention to Twist and Shout. The Isley Brothers, who were anxious to have a top 40 hit, signed with WAND Records. In 1962, Burt provided the Isley Brothers with Twist and Shout. But not taking any chances, he decided to produce the recording himself. This decision proved to be key in the success of the song, which peaked at number 17 on the Billboard pop charts and helped advance the career of the Isley brothers. By 1960, the Isley brothers recorded songs for several record labels. This included the Top 20 single Twist and Shout and the Motown single This. Old Heart of Mine. With the success of Twist and Shout, Bert's career took off. His songwriting credits include Tell Him by the Exciters, Killer Joe by the Rockefellers, Hello Walls by Little Esther Phillips, I Want Candy by the Strange Loves, Here Comes The Night by Them, featuring Van Morrison, Hang on Sleepy by the McCoys, featuring Rick Derringer, Peace of My Heart by Emma Franklin, and later Big Brother and Holding Company featuring Janis Joplin. Tragically, Bert Byrne's career was cut short. He died of heart failure at the age of 38 on December 30, 1967. As for the Isley brothers, their career began to struggle. Releases on the Wand Records failed to barely make it onto the pop charts, even their original version of "Nobody But Me," which was a number eight cover hit by the Human Beings in 1968, did not manage to make an impact. From the money they had earned from "Twist and Shout," they formed T-Neck Records, and beginning in 1965, they released Isley Brothers singles, highlighting Jimmy James, an unknown guitarist whose real name was Jimi Hendrix. They also briefly worked with Motown Records, which did return them temporarily to the top 40 with their hit This Old Heart of Mine, which peaked at number 12 on the Billboard Pop Charts. Later, It's Your Thing earned them a Grammy in 1970. In 1968, Kelly Isley passed away. On February 11, 1963... The Beatles entered the EMI Studios at No. 3 Abbey Road to record their first album, which was scheduled to begin at 10 a.m. Throughout the day, they had been busy recording several songs, which included I Saw Her Standing There and P.S. I Love You. However, by 10 p.m., 12 hours later, their throats were tired and sore. So the Beatles and the recording staff convened in the EMI canteen for coffee and biscuits, to discuss which song they would record last. Although no one remembers who suggested Twist and Shout, it was decided that it should be the final song. John had been suffering from a cold and managed to make it through the day by drinking milk, tea, and taking smooth and comforting Zub's throat lozenges. Near the end of the session, Lennon's voice was nearly gone however john grudgingly agreed to sing twist and shout everyone knew that they had at least one chance to get it right on the first take and at approximately 10:15 p.m. the historic recording took place producer george martin had intended to record a second take after the first take the second take was attempted but by then john's voice was in shreds so the first take became the now legendary version of twist and shout the most famous live version of twist and shout was at the Royal Command performance on November 4th 1963 held at the Prince of Wales Theatre in London the Beatles played before an audience including the Queen Mother Princess Margaret and Lord Snowden it was at this performance just before the final song that John Lennon uttered the famous comment People in the cheaper seats clap your hands and the rest just rattle your jewelry. With that, they launched into Twist and Shout. According to one account, John made good on a dare from Paul to make the comment. On an interesting note, the cover version by the Isley Brothers and the Beatles have little resemblance to the Top Notes original version. One can see why Bert, was not happy with the original recording. On the other hand, the Isley Brothers and the Beatles versions are similar, the basic difference being in the backing instrumentation. On the Isley Brothers version, brass instruments are used, where the Beatles employed guitars. Personally, I consider both cover versions to be great rock and roll recordings. But this is not the end of the story. Four years later, Another cover version of Twist and Shout was recorded by the Mamas and Papas. The song appeared on the Deliver album, which was released in 1967. The Mamas and Papas version reflected the changes that were happening at the time. The recording has a mellow, laid-back sound as compared to the high-energy versions of the Isley Brothers and the Beatles. Although not as well-known as the more popular versions, it is still well worth a listen. This has been Rock and Roll Flashback, a look back at the history behind the song Twist and Shout. I'm Bill Price, and until next time, rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on, rock on.